0: Hi, everyone. Welcome back to the Useless Doctors Book Club. I'm Harshini. I'm Sarah. And I'm Pooja. And today we are bringing to you a fun book for Native American or American Indian History Month. Um, I picked this book because I came across it when I was looking for horror books and it's called The Only Good Indians by Stephen Graham Jones. I realized I didn't say that for the first whole minute. (laughs) Um, Yeah, this book has some horror thriller elements, and Sarah will give us a spoiler-free summary before we get into our reviews.
1: Yeah, so as Archie said, this is a horror book, and in this book, there are four American Indian men. And back in their youth, uh, 10 years ago, they had a bit of a disturbing event. And then now 10 years later, uh, the, (laughs) I don't know how to say it. I guess uh, some being is giving revenge for what they did 10 years ago. And it just follows the story of these men and this being, um, getting revenge on them. I can't say more than that, otherwise it gives away the whole book. But <laughs> take that short summary as well. So I think Pooja is giving her review, spoiler free review. Yeah,
2: let's get into that section. So first of all, I thought it was hilarious the way you described this book. (laughs) It's like you said everything and nothing at the exact same time. (laughs) Um, But yeah, but okay. Uh, I gave, so my rating for this book is four stars. I did enjoy this book. However, um, I think I would have liked it more if like without a few things or like if certain things were done differently um, I'll be honest, this book felt like it was 600 pages long. It just felt so long. Like there was, I I don't even like, it just took me so long to get into it. And then there were like parts that went from, I think Harshini, you mentioned this in your text message. You were like, this goes from zero to hundred so quickly. And I'm like, yes, there are certain parts where it was like so intense and you're just like what is going on and some parts you're just like can this end like what is happening I don't understand this flip-flopping really threw me off um but even besides that though like besides all of these things that I mentioned that I didn't necessarily like I still give it four stars because it was extremely well written like the author by the way the author is also an indigenous indigenous author um he is part of the blackfeet tribe I think um or blackfeet nations um and he uh the, his writing is just insane like it's so beautifully descript and it's just great um uh but yeah I really enjoyed his writing I didn't, it took me a while to get to like know the characters and you're following a couple of different perspectives in the book. Um, so like those perspectives, there were some that I liked more than others, but, um, overall I just found it interesting and I liked like how everything kind of like tied together at the end. Um, and there was like, like a meaning behind everything that was being, you know, it was just a good, it was a good horror book. Um, but even if you look at it beyond just a horror book, even if it's just like, I think it kind of like floats between different genres like I think it's not just a horror book it can only be it can also be like thought of as like a a friend book or like um I don't know like a family thing or like a family drama of sorts also um but yeah I enjoyed it four stars from me um but yeah Harshney you're the one who recommended it what did you think
0: Sarah and Pooja both know that it took me forever to read this book and I agree with a lot of what Pooja said the thing is I really feel like I blame myself in a lot of this because it was nothing about like I think the book in the genre and like the way that it was written definitely affected things like we just read a romance book for the previous week and that was super easy to read just because it's like you know things that are like it's like a tv show that you just put on in the background kind of vibe but this is more you have to kind of focus and understand what's happening and a lot of things in the beginning of the book it took me a while to really understand what was going on and then the thing that was my fault was I was just super distracted and not able to focus. Um, so that took that's why I think it really took me super long to read it. I just finished it this morning. But um I gave, I would give this book three and a half stars. Um I am like still not sure what I'll put on Goodreads, whether it's gonna be three stars or four stars. Um, and I think based on this discussion, I'll make up my mind by the end, but yeah, I think, like who just said, it was it had a lot of really interesting elements, and I liked the fact that it kind of had you know that those friendships going on, and then like you got to know some of the characters' families. Basically, there's like these four men, so you get to kind of see their different stories in different parts of the book. Um, but I think it's also I don't know there there was a lot of jumping around as Pooja said in terms of pace and even like what was happening I was like wow this part is really really interesting but then there's like all this stuff about basketball that's super detailed it's like very very detailed stuff about how people like train for basketball and like how you like shoot the ball and all this stuff which I was like listen. (laughs) I'm not really into basketball that much. But um, I think that those parts of it, it would have been cool, maybe um, in a different book, but it's some it like kind of just took away from, like more of the thriller that I wanted from this book of like, really feeling like people were in immediate danger, which again, that also happened in some parts of the book. But overall, I did like the theme of the book, and I think that's one thing that I definitely want to talk about in the spoiler section, just like the overall meaning behind things. I I thought it was really fun, and yeah, I can't really say much without spoiling, so Sarah, what were your thoughts?
1: So I, okay, I feel bad, but I'm gonna rate this book a three stars. Just a huge part of it is because I just hate horror books so for me it was like I mean it was a really cool book and I really liked the story and I I it did build suspense and everything but I still dreaded like reading it because I was like I just hate horror books like I I, so I feel bad my reading is not necessarily about the book but the fact that I don't like horror books I I agree there were like a lot of slow parts and then it got really exciting and then I, when I was in the slow parts I was like Jesus Christ like I just don't want to read this book like can we just choose a different book um but I yeah I like the story I think I really like the way the author writes. Like, I feel like he's I don't know, his description of things is really captivating, even when it's grotesque stuff. But I was like, <laughs> the first, the moment, like, Harshini was like, oh, this was zero to a hundred. Like, I know exactly what point she said that. And I was like eating my breakfast. And then it was like all this super descriptive, gorgeous. Up and I was like bro <laughs> I had to stop listening to the book because I was like I'm not gonna finish this breakfast if I don't <laughs> if I don't stop listening to the book um yeah I, also the basketball I don't <laughs> like basketball and I don't know what was happening in any of the scenes, so I It was like, I wish I could just skip over these basketball scenes because they mean literally nothing to me. Yeah, so for me, it was an average book. It's slightly worse because I just hate this genre, but three is not bad. I feel like I would recommend this book, though, Um, especially if you like horror. Uh, I think it was a clever way to do horror, and it it was a solid book. If you don't like horror, I would not recommend it at all. (laughs) Would you guys recommend the book?
2: Yeah, I'd recommend it. I'd also be like, this definitely, I mean, I think horror, like, as a genre is very descriptive. Like, most books within the genre are super descriptive, especially with their gore. That's why they're horror, (laughs) to get you to be scared. So I do think that if you're a fan of horror, you probably would like this book. Um, it fits within that genre. My only thing is that it's I think this is the main difference between horror and thriller. Thriller, the purpose is to be very fast-paced and very, you know, like your suspense, you're like, you know, on your edge of the on the edge of your seat the entire time. With horror, the whole point is that it's supposed to be this kind of slow buildup, and you don't know from where like shit's gonna hit the fan. So you're just like, so you're like, you like think everything is calm and then it goes from zero to hundred that fast. And then you're just like, oh my God, where did that come from? I don't know. And like, that's, that's supposed to be scary. So I understand that that's kind of why this is the way that's written. Like there's like slow parts and then very fast parts and then slow parts. But I do think it's like whiplash. Like you're going from extremely slow to extremely fast and you're just unsure of it. So I do think, like, if you're into more, like, faster-paced books, you will have trouble getting into it, or, like, at least continuing, um, or, like, maybe this is not your jam, and that's fine, too, um, but, yeah, I would probably recommend it if you're, if you're a big horror person, I think you should read it anyway.
0: Yeah, I would agree with that. I think um the thing I would add is probably, like, I think it was really, interesting I've never read anything by an American Indian author or about American Indian perspectives and honestly I I don't know why I thought this but like I didn't I should have mentioned this like in my intro but as Pooja said um, Stephen Graham Jones is an American Indian author but he writes like other horror books and stuff so I didn't know that at first and I was like wait did he just write this book about American Indians without having that perspective but but he is um, and I think that that part was really interesting too. Um, there were some things I didn't fully understand because I feel like I don't know a lot about, you know, their experiences. Especially, like they talked about kind of different nations, like Blackfeet and Crow, and then like kind of also one of the characters relationship with, you know, a white person. And so there were all these topics covered that I think were interesting as well. So I think that's also another reason I would definitely recommend this to people. But um I would add if you are like me and not not in a very reading mood, then this book is not gonna captivate you right away. So maybe like make sure that you are ready to sit down and absorb all of the all of the content (laughs) including like the kind of more slow or like more detailed parts about their
1: lives and like the faster paced parts about the horror
2: all right should we head into the spoilery parts yes y'all good all right So if you're new here, hi, welcome again. Um, But um, we are now heading into our spoiler parts. So if you want to read this book, I would say, please pause this podcast, go read this book and then come back to hear our, you know, spoilers or hear all the spoilers and our thoughts on those sections. Um, But if you're not interested and if you are not a fan of horror like Sarah, we'll just you can just continue listening and we'll spoil the entire book for you and that'll be great um but yeah Harshini I feel like you have something to say at least your face looks like it does so we're gonna start with you first
0: okay well I definitely want to talk about that first moment when we're like okay stuff is happening um So now looking back, because I actually, like, read the first half of this book, like, a few days ago, so I feel like um, I don't fully remember the details, and maybe I also kind of glossed over them, because I agree, like, he was very detailed in his descriptions, the author, but, like, I I feel like I didn't fully process that, because I was like, I don't want to, but um, basically, Lewis, who is one of the four men, is very, like, nervous and kind of like suspecting the women in his life because the you get the backstory of what happened that night the like ominous stuff that Sarah didn't really tell us in the summary but basically these men um went out and like they I think they just wanted to like hunt elk but they went to an area where they weren't supposed to be and there was specifically this one Elk who is like carrying a baby, and Lewis shot her many times. And this is kind of like the part where he starts to suspect that this elk is like coming to seek revenge, and he's not wrong. But it's very much like a thing where you at first think he's just being really paranoid because, you know, he's thinking all of these crazy thoughts of like, oh, I think I just saw like an elk headed woman or something. And then he starts to really suspect his partner. What's her name? Peta. Peta. Oh my God. Peta. Yeah. Peta. And then also works with this woman, Shaney. So these are kind of like the two women that he's like, oh, which one of them is actually, like, this elk seeking revenge, and then does someone else want to describe the scary part, because I don't remember exactly what happened.
2: Wait, are we talking about when Shaney dies, and Peter dies? Yes, yes, we're
0: talking about when Shaney dies.
2: Okay, so basically, so, like, Shaney, is it Shaney or Shanley? I forgot. (laughs) Is it Shaney? Yeah, I think
1: it's Shaney okay
2: it's Shaney. yeah so Chaney works so Lewis works at the post office Chaney also works at the post office Shaney is described to be a crow woman so like uh also like a Native American or Indigenous woman um but like from a different tribe uh than Lewis but basically what ends up happening is that Lewis suspects Chaney as like you know like I don't know he just thinks that like this elk headed woman has like taken over Shaney's body or something I don't know what it is and then he like he like has this motorcycle or like some sort of like I think it's like a bike it's a motorcycle it's a motorcycle and he's like point he basically you know suspects Shaney so much that he like tell like he's like asking her to come over to this motorcycle and look at it and Shaney's just like what are you okay I guess I don't know and Shaney's described to have like this really long hair and like I genuinely don't know, like, the mechanics of what happened, but somehow Shani's hair gets, like, caught in this, like, wheel that's moving and, like, essentially, like, her face is destroyed and she dies because, like, her hair gets into it and then, like, spokes go through her face. It's a whole thing. Anyway, I won't get into it. <laughs> but yeah, maybe we should have, like, a content warning, graphic content due to horrors, horror story or something um but yeah that's and then that's what happened with Shaney and then like literally I would say like two pages later Pita comes back she's like coming back from work she comes back home or like she, and then there's like this ladder because Lewis was trying to fix like a light or something he was like trying to fix some sort of fan light or something like that so she gets on it and then prior like previously in the book lewis had tried like go went on this ladder to go fix this light and he like fell down but you know uh, pita saved him like you know like kind of like cushioned his fall or whatever so otherwise he would have been seriously injured and then basically it ends up happening like pita ends up doing the same exact thing where she goes on this ladder but then like loses her balance falls down but lewis does not save her like he just kind of stares at her he's just like Hmm. <laughs> and then like she falls down and she ends up dying um, because of like this whole thing and then uh, Lewis Louis doesn't save her because he thinks that maybe like the elk headed woman or like the s- spirit of this elk is within Pita now after Shaney died. Um, and yeah, so then but literally it in like a span of five pages, two characters die. <laughs> just like what the fuck because the pre this happened like I don't know like I would argue like 70 pages in or something right like for 70 pages you're just like this guy's just like paranoid and you're just like I don't know like you don't even understand like why he's paranoid really you're just like what is his deal like can he calm down yeah also the dog thing happened before though which is like but like even then I didn't think that was as intense as this part though Anyway, what, what what else were you going to say? I, <laughs> I feel like I went into this whole. This no, no, part. no, that was good.
0: I was like, yeah, give us, give us the, like, let me hear the story. <laughs> because yeah, yeah, I think that, that part was definitely crazy. And like the, yeah, like you said, the dog died before and he was kind of like, oh my God, like, I think he suspected something like happened to his dog because of this elk woman um but yeah it was it was all very much like I don't know I I did not expect that at all and then I was like okay like I'm gonna focus more now because this weird stuff is happening but then pretty much after that you kind of this like part and this part of the book kind of ends so the other weird thing that happens which I don't fully understand is like either he had this like elk that this mother elk that he killed he had like the elk's calf like still buried somewhere or something like at first I thought he pulled it from
2: what one of the women
0: is that what happened yeah yeah
2: yeah yeah. so like okay this is this is where I was like this is make this makes no I'm still confused about this basically after PETA dies right like he sees like he suspects that she is like pregnant or something like after she dies, right? So then, but then he sees like, uh, he essentially cuts out an elk out of PETA, like an elk baby. And I was like, like where, I don't, I don't, but then I'm like, listen, it's a horror book. (laughs) Like we're talking about an elk headed woman. It's not, it's okay if an elk comes out of a human being, it's fine, (laughs) like whatever. But yeah, but literally he pulled an elk calf out of PETA. That is, that is, that's where he got it from.
0: Yeah. I was so confused whether that was like the baby or his baby. I don't know what was happening. I was so confused. It
2: doesn't make any sense. Okay. So just like a little, I feel like just for like a little bit more context, there are like these four friends, Ricky, Lewis, Cass and uh, Gabe. And then, um, so at the very beginning, Ricky dies, right? Like the first chapter is devoted to like how Ricky dies. Uh, and then we like flash forward, like we, a couple of years pass or something. And then we're following Lewis, Cass and Gabe basically. Um, and, and the, so like, obviously because Ricky dies at the very beginning, you understand that like, I don't know, like something, like, obviously this is not going to be like a, like it has something to do with everything. And the thing is he dies, like he sees an elk before he dies, but essentially he dies because he like starts trying to like fight the elk and in the process hits a bunch of cars or something or like damages a bunch of cars. And then those owners of those cars beat him to death, essentially. Like that's kind of how it goes. So you're like, you know that elk has something to do with this story, but it honestly took such a weird turn. And I was like, wait, what are we talking about? Like, where are we going with this? Um, But yeah, Sarah, I was wondering if you also had any thoughts about this particular section of the book the first weird zero to 100 moment in this in this book Uh, like the
1: one with ricky or
2: the one with the one with lewis okay um, shaney yeah yeah um
1: i like (laughs) i like was super confused also about the um calf in her stomach i mean i know it's like symbolism because he killed a mom that had a calf in her stomach but I, I like I don't know why I assume this book would be like like realistic and so when they were like in the newspaper oh he was holding like a baby calf I was like or baby elk I don't know what baby elks are called but
2: they're called calves yeah
1: Bro, <laughs> <laughs> well, I don't know I swear the babies of things are called like the randomest things but yeah um i i think i don't know i i do like the fact that it was like you know super every day like they were just playing basketball and then all of a sudden it's like
2: her her scalp comes off (laughs) why did that sound grosser than anything i said (laughs)
1: like I think it's cool that the other can go from zero to 100 that fast (laughs) not that I like the gross part but I think it it's cool um I think like I I understood more what was happening with like the elk coming back was it the calf or the elk coming back and trying to kill them or was it the mom
2: it was it was the elk mom
1: Oh, the mom. Yeah, I, I, when it was, well, when it was Ricky's part, I definitely didn't understand, and when it was Luis's part, I still didn't understand it, and I was like, like, what the fuck is happening? Like, maybe he's just, like.
2: Did you say Louise?
1: Okay, I don't know. It's Louis. Oh, Luis. <laughs> Listen, there's someone in my lab named Luis. <laughs> i think or maybe it's oh my god all right um i yeah i i thought it what did you guys think it was like this other out being was real when it was lewis died or were you like oh maybe he was just anxious or i don't know stressed because he killed baby elk when he wasn't supposed to
2: I think it was real because I feel like the entire rest of the book no no
1: no, when you were reading that part were you like oh there's clearly this other being oh right
2: okay yeah no at that point I was just like this man is crazy like (laughs) this man really just killed two individuals based on like a feeling of paranoia and he did I, I don't think he necessarily killed Peta, but he did play a role in her death um by not trying to save her which I was like this sucks this is so terrible how can you how can you suspect your wife so intensely like this
0: yeah
1: yeah that's crazy yeah
0: yeah I definitely thought and I, I guess I did I just I'm like realizing this now I think that is pretty cool because I feel like the author fools you into thinking that's when I was kind of confused like I don't know, once we ended that part, I was kind of like, where is the rest of this going? Like, I mean, obviously like you want to know kind of what, like it it wasn't very clear like what the ending was or anything, but um, after like this whole part with Lewis, you find out in the next part that like he gets shot, basically he gets caught by the cops and um, is killed for murdering these two women um, because, you know, it's pretty clearly him like there's no one else to suspect um and yeah I feel like it's cool that the author was able to like still have those elements of okay there was definitely something going on that you realize by the end because you know that like the elk headed woman is actually um kind of there and another cool thing is like it's the it's, I don't even know if this is, like, second person or something, but basically in the, like, later part, like, the second half of the book, it's, like, it's you. Like, the author always says, you're standing there or something like that, but you, the you is, like, the elk-headed woman, so you're just, like, oh, like, I don't know, it's very interesting because I feel like you're, you're kind of seeing some of her, feelings and intentions and that's also to me it made it like a little bit less creepy though i i don't know if i like prefer that or not because um you know i i did want to get creeped out by this book but i don't think i really did because i feel like i could empathize with the killer which is also like the spirit of the elk woman which is also i think very creative like it's cool to you know have that kind of struggle where you're like, I don't know who I feel bad for. But yeah, I think that all was cool. Um I also like the thing that I was referencing in the beginning, which maybe this is a different topic. <laughs> maybe we shouldn't go there yet. Um yeah, okay, maybe maybe let's <laughs> stick to this <laughs> because I feel like yeah, I just said a lot of things. I don't know. Do you guys also agree of like like how did you feel about the way that um like next part was written once we actually kind of got introduced to Gabe and Cass I
2: think like um I thought I thought the perspective from the Elk headed woman was interesting I also I agree with you like to some extent you get to understand like motivation right like why she would want to I think like for a while you don't realize and I think Lewis keeps hinting at this in his section where he just kept saying like oh I never told the full story to anyone like I I said like oh I killed these elk but then and like I wasn't supposed to but then when you hear the fact that like he like repeatedly shot this one elk multiple times even after finding out that this elk was like having a baby and everything then and then like Then you see even further down, like you see like he like buried this baby and like took the elk. It's like a whole, it was like very weird. But then you kind of see like why the spirit would come and haunt. Not that like, I think it's a very good justification for like haunting individuals 10 years later. But like you you can see like why this elk would go about doing this. And like, it, it also like, There's this other kind of theme within this, which is like, you see that Lewis want to felt like the reason why he's being haunted is because not every part of the elk was like eaten or used, you know? Like, so like when I guess, like, I don't know, I don't have a lot of knowledge in this, but I remember in the very short period of time in like elementary school or middle school, when I learned about American history, we also learned about how like, in indigenous culture, at least it is like respected, like it's like respectful to use. If you kill an animal, you would use every part of the animal, no part of that animal would go to waste. Like that is like a respectful tradition in this culture. Um, And in this case, like Lewis genuinely thought that like every part of this elk would be used for something and like no part of this elk would go to waste. Like no part of this elk would be like just left you know to rot or die or whatever like this elk the death of this elk would be valuable or something like that I don't I don't know how to explain it properly but like that's the thing and then he thinks that like oh part of this elk had to like not be like part of this elk had to go to waste and that's why this elk is like coming to haunt me um and I don't think that's like what ended up being the motivation for this elk I think was purely it was like more related to the fact that like its baby died um before like being able to she was able to be given birth give birth um but yeah I just thought that was like another interesting kind of like thread through the story of like this idea where you're going against like you didn't value that tradition properly like you didn't value the tradition of like making sure that this animal's death was not in vain and that sort of thing Um, but yeah I thought that was interesting too sorry what about you
1: um yeah i i don't know maybe i don't remember the book right but didn't he also think it was it might have been because he oh, oh oh okay he did feel bad about killing that baby calf but he just justified it by trying to use every part of it um i remember there was like a point where it was like oh this happened because someone like threw out a piece of the elk and didn't actually end up eating it do you think that was since the justification was actually that he killed the calf do you do you think that was part of it like that was what caused this spirit or like elk mama elk to come back or do you think it was just like it's been 10 years this time they pay for what they did.
0: Yeah, I don't know. I was thinking that maybe it was kind of like, <laughs> I mean, yeah, I, I, I don't know, this is just my theory, but I think like the fact that that part of the elk didn't get used, like I think that whole thing was placed in the story for a reason. And that was kind of why the elk spirit was able to come back in some way because like you also find this out during the whole Lewis part where you're likely not convinced that the elk spirit is real if you think it's probably Lewis's imagination or like paranoia but um, I think maybe that could have been the cause for the spirit to actually like be able to return and also embody other people like kind of when we get into the later parts of the book, which maybe we should, um, like you can actually see how the elk spirit can like embody other people just like Lewis thought. So I think, yeah, maybe that was kind of some sort of reasoning for like the spirit to be able to do it. But yeah, I agree that the motivation is definitely more so like, you didn't just kill me, like you killed my baby. Um, which I think is a solid reason and that's like kind of what I was getting at before of I think that's really interesting just I thought it was really cool that like this animal was able to get revenge for being killed like you know I'm a vegetarian I don't think we should kill animals so I feel like I I don't know I just appreciated that like being the kind of thing behind the story like I think you know this when I first um read the summary for this book and stuff, i I knew that it was some sort of spirit haunting these four men. I thought it would kind of be more like they would enter this like forest, kind of like what happened towards the later part, but like they would be in this area, and like they would get haunted by spirits there or something. But I think the way that like the whole reasoning behind this haunting was very interesting and I thought it was cool like I don't know I don't know if the author was trying to kind of question certain traditions and things like that or maybe just even like reinforce like the reasons why you know you should use all parts of the animal and like be respectful of whatever rules were in place because they weren't even supposed to be in that area anyway so I don't know I thought that part of like the horror was interesting for someone who doesn't really like haunting and spirits generally and in books
2: yeah and since you hinted at this last part like the ending part so many times let's let's talk about this ending (laughs) because i personally i think that i was hovering between a three and a four but then this ending like the last 20% of this book had me fucking riveted. Like, I know you guys were all like, I don't understand this basketball scene. <laughs> like, why is there so much basketball? And honestly, I also kind of felt like this basketball really came out of nowhere. Like, like I don't know. Like, this character, I, oh my God, is her name Deb? Wait, what's Denora. Denora. Something with a D. It was like something, Denora. Okay. De- wait, they call her D, right? yeah they they call her okay yeah yeah deb is from one tree hill (laughs) (laughs) okay (laughs) good to know (laughs) um okay so denora right so denora is like in she is gabe's daughter right, uh, and you don't really see her until literally the last 20%, like, she's kind of, like, mentioned that Gabe has a daughter, briefly, like, and then you know that, like, through other people's conversations with Gabe, you realize that she's, like, a very good basketball player, and she's, like, well-known in this area for, be, for, like, being, like, a good high school basketball player, basically, and everyone has their hopes on her, like, she's going to go to, like, a big college on a scholarship, whatever, anyway, okay, and Denora loves basketball, but like, I just thought it was like a thing, like, okay, yeah, like basketball, whatever, you know, high schoolers play sports and stuff. Cool. It's like r- irrelevant information. The last 20% of this book is like a solid, like 30 pages are dedicated to a basketball game <laughs> between the Elk-Headed Woman spirit and Denora. How did it suddenly? like, I was like, Where am I? But then the thing is, I really enjoyed it. I think it might be like, I know you guys were mentioning, like, I don't really care about basketball. But like, I like played basketball in school. So like, I have like some knowledge. Obviously, I'm not like a professional basketball player. Like, I don't really play often now or even watch it often now. But like, I don't know. It's just like interesting. I was like, this is so, such a weird turn to take. But then it was like, then Denora ends up realizing that she's playing a spirit and cause she, first she thinks he's playing a human, but then she's playing a spirit. And then she realizes the spirit killed her dad. And like, you know, oh, by the way, in before all of this, the spirit kills everyone there. <laughs> and then DeNora ends up coming. I, I'm not explaining this properly. You just have to read the book to understand what I'm saying. But like the, and then like, she's like chasing DeNora and then she's like in the woods. And oh my God, it was, I genuinely, the ending, I was like, I just wanted to know what happened I was like really I was like really just like reading like I was like wow this is so I'm in so much tension right now but yeah how did you guys feel about like the last 20 percent or so
1: yeah I mean I don't know I thought the basketball scene was clever and all but I think it was a little too long for me (laughs) um like I like it was there especially because basketball is such a huge part of Denora's life and it it shows like it shows more humanity to the elk headed woman, but I was just like, bro, all right, she threw a shot.
0: <laughs> uh, yeah, I think like I personally didn't like that part as much as I I was really interested in the part about. um, like before, that you were referencing where the Alcatan woman kills everyone. Basically, like a little more description there is um, Lewis, or sorry, not Lewis, Gabe and Cass go to this area. Like I'm imagining a forest. Maybe it wasn't a forest. I don't know. Some like secluded woodsy area. Yeah,
1: I thought it was the backyard.
0: <laughs> really? <laughs> are you serious yeah no no it's
2: it's like a back it's like a it's like a backyard but this area is generally like a little bit more secluded but it is the backyard that's why Denora knows like where to go because she's like oh I'm going to like his house or like Cassidy's like area like Cass's house area or something
0: so Denora went there I thought like Denora was kind of somewhere else and then like the elk okay
2: she went there yeah because like she wanted to get like because Gabe promised her some money yeah so money. Like, oh, okay okay
0: okay well yeah so I, I didn't understand the setting but <laughs> I understand the plot hopefully um basically yeah the elk headed woman kind of is there and and almost like possessing certain um like the people there so there's one other kid named Nathan I thought he was kind of random but I also did like the fact that like there were kids in the book like I don't know I thought it was like interesting to see like his he was all like oh like you call you call people like natives not Indians and stuff like that so I I don't know it was like interesting to see that kind of dynamic between older men and this younger kid but they were doing this is it called a sweat yeah so they were basically like doing this sort of ritual thing I'm not entirely sure what it was for um
1: but it was kind of like I think it was um to to bring them
2: luck to dinner's game oh okay I
0: didn't understand that part
2: either but it was like in addition to that it was also like to essentially it's like a cleansing ritual like to get rid of your sins because like that's why Nate was there because he was like because like his dad was like he needs to he needs to cleanse himself <laughs> he needs yeah. to spit it out <laughs> okay okay
0: yes that that sounds familiar Um, I think that part was really interesting because, like, by the end, you just realize like how much the elk headed woman was like confusing people into thinking things differently. So basically, um, I forget what I think. What happens first is Nathan's dad, something with the V, Vince. Am I making that?
2: I think it's like Victor Vincent Victor.
1: I think it's Victor.
2: Okay, yeah, okay. Victor <laughs> Yellowtail, I remember.
0: Yeah, <laughs> yeah he's like, a cop. He's there, too, but he's, like, not participating. Um, I think he's the one who gets killed first, but basically there's this whole, like, thing that happens, like, fast-forward explanation is, like, um, there, the, like, something happens where um, Gabe believes that Cass killed, um, like, with a rifle or whatever, killed... Denora and that's what happens first right because then there's like the whole thing where Joe is there um so yeah I think like basically the like the author or like the elk headed woman kind of confuses Gabe into thinking that Cass killed uh, Denora and that's kind of like it obviously sets him off that's his daughter and he's just like about to kill Cass and Cass is kind of like gives into it so he ends up killing Cass but then he realizes that Denora is actually Nathan and he's just like so confused but also kind of starts to put together the pieces of like yeah that doesn't like nothing that just happened makes any sense because these people weren't supposed to be here right now Um, which I think is so interesting because I feel like that's I don't know I mean not that like I think that that could happen to me but I feel like it could like very well happen to someone in the moment um like you know given given all the spirit stuff happening and actually like being confused about who who the killed person is but yeah I I thought that part was like very like I was like turning pages being like what is going on um and then once we got to like the Genora part like obviously I wanted to know what happened with her but I was a little like okay get to the point <laughs> like why are there still like 20 pages left um because all the men died so I was like okay I know she's still there but
2: all the men died yeah I think like the whole thing with like I think the elk was trying to get like kill a child right because it's like my child was killed so I want to kill your child. Like, so the only one who had a child though was Gabe, even though like, I don't think Gabe, like Gabe didn't kill the elk, Lewis killed the elk, but like Lewis didn't have any children, but Gabe had children. So yeah, went after Gabe, Gabe's child. But I thought like, okay, I, so another layer to this confusion is that the elk says that the, her name is Shaney. Right. And she, like, she, so first when Dinora sees her, she thinks she looks like Joe, who is Cass's partner, Cass's wife, I think. Um, and, you know, Cass died, Joe died, but like Denora has no idea who this is yet. So then like she sees her and then first she thinks she's Joe, but then this person or this spirit elk, elk spirit person <laughs> says that, no, 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 I'm Shaney. I'm Joe's cousin uh and then Denora does not even question like she's just like oh okay cool uh you're here too <laughs> and I'm like and then Shady's like oh I hear you can play basketball you gotta get into a basketball game and then for 30 pages you just see them go like play basketball and then you realize like Denora is like such a good basketball player but she's like damn this is like a real game like we're like really neck and neck <laughs> It turns it turns into a sports novel for like a, a solid 30 pages. And you're just like, cool, cool. Okay, yeah, yeah. And then it genuinely takes Denora a really long time to realize that like she's not playing a human being. Uh, and like, you know, and then you get a sense that like, okay. And then like Denora gets a sense like, okay, this person, you know, like is not really a person. And then Shaney kind of like, is like starting to get more violent and stuff. And then, then, then like Dénora starts running and then she realizes that like everyone around her is dead. And then she's like, continue running. I just thought that that like, that part was just so, I don't know the fact that I like turned into a sports novel in the middle. Now that I think about it, I think that's so random, but in the moment I was like, damn, this is so interesting. (laughs) Cause it's just like the, I don't understand where it came from because sports aren't even mentioned that often. Like basketball is mentioned, but like in passing, it's not like a core part of the book before that part. Like, I understand why at the climax we're suddenly in a basketball scene. I still don't get that, but it was interesting. I was like, okay, that's fine. But um, okay, the reason why I went on this whole ramble is because I was like, is this Shaney? Like, is this, is, was Shaney from before? Like, did she not die? I mean, she died, right? Because they had, like, the whole- She definitely article. died. Her okay. scalp came off. Yeah. <laughs> okay, but, like, still, I was like, but is Shaney like, you know, like, did this, did this elk spirit just take her name? Or was she actually, like, in, like, she clearly, did she inhabit Shaney before? That's what I'm saying. Like, she had to have, right?
1: That's a good point. I didn't, I didn't think that. Oh, Okay. Yeah, I guess it would make sense. I just thought she was, like, (laughs) inhabiting her because it was someone to inhabit. (laughs) And it was, like... Yeah, go ahead. Go ahead. Okay.
0: (laughs) I think, like, well, I'm not entirely sure still about the Lewis part, but I also think, like, based on kind of the stuff that happened in the end, like, I feel like this spirit can just jump around between bodies and, like, I don't know I, I think she was just trying to confuse Lewis but Lewis was even like he was just going down this path of like honestly Elk headed woman I feel like didn't have to like intervene that much by the end because he was just like so paranoid you know so I think some of the things that happened definitely were like the Elk headed woman maybe inhabiting even both like Chaney and Peta at points but um like obviously by the end, it's kind of like that those actual people died. But one, yeah, one thing I don't know, I assumed like she somehow was kind of created her own like body of Shaney, I don't know, like somehow was Shaney at the end, but it could also totally be the case that she was just some other woman, or maybe she was Joe, I forget if Joe died. Um, okay, Joe died. I don't I, I don't know it could have just been like some other person but she just like called herself Shaney because I guess Denora wouldn't know who Shaney was
2: yeah Joe okay the so Cass thinks that like Cass knows Gabe accidentally kills Joe right and then Cass like wants to shoot gabe but then he accidentally shoots nathan but then gabe thinks that he accidentally shot denora so joe dies before anyone dies poor woman she didn't even do anything she was just there wait yeah. wait who but is joe joe's his joe. partner yeah but i and thought she was on, just on the other side of the truck yeah she like david like literally she came to get his car keys or something
0: but i think it was the- yeah also this like something about um like maybe that wasn't joe because wasn't like gabe thinking by the end like it wouldn't make sense for joe
1: to be here or something like that oh i mean i thought joe left to go to shaney's funeral
2: yes because shaney is actually joe's cousin like they actually are related um but that but my like yeah so she was like getting the car or something to go to her funeral uh and then like she was like on the other side and I think Gabe like pushed the truck or something and then it ended up running over her and then she died and then Cass was so pissed off at Gabe like how could you do that and then he was about to shoot him but then he accidentally shot Nathan who was like behind Gabe but then Gabe was like oh my god you shot Denora And then he was like, I'm going to kill you. Then he kills Kaz. Then he realizes, oh my God, Nathan, that you're not (laughs) DeNora." And then, yeah, and then he dies. Uh, And then the thing is, okay, surprise, Nathan survives. So, and he heroically goes back to town with this horse. And I was like, what? That was a great, weird twist in the middle. I was like, that's so funny. I mean, it's cute. But like it's also
1: funny. <laughs> it's like so. I guess the father needed something to to like warn the town. So her dad comes, but like, I was like, what is this random man doing on a horse? Dude,
2: the last, <laughs> like, that last twenty percent was so over the top. I, I was loving it. I was where did he come from? Why are we still in this basketball game? This Luan like Denora just running through. Okay. And then the very end of the book, right? Like Denora goes to the same place that where those elk originally died, right? And then there's the part where she's like in, in the snow, the, the elk calf that Lewis buried 10 years ago comes back to life and they're like thinking, and then this elk comes out of their I was like what oh my god this is so insane did elk. it really
0: come back to life I thought it was kind of like mom and baby reunited but like
2: they're not not actually no they they like walk off they like both oh. come back to life and walk because like Denny or Denora's stepdad is like straight about to shoot both of them then she's just like no right the vibes. Thought, like <laughs> like
0: they did
2: die so I I assumed
0: it was just like their spirits or something like kind of were
2: reunited I remember Denora saying like oh and then we watched them walk away like together and I was like I guess maybe it's up to interpretation. interpretation
1: yeah I feel like it's up to interpretation it's not like explicit and it's like whether you you think that could happen or not I mean, I, I wouldn't think it's crazy since it is, like, this owl cat is inhabiting so many things. Yeah. So I, I wouldn't think it's crazy if the calf also came back to life. But I feel like she wasn't alive, you know? Like, I view
0: it as, like, a ghost. Like, you know, when you're a ghost, you're a ghost. So you're just, like... <laughs> Ghost doing haunted stuff. When I'm a
2: ghost, <laughs> I'm a ghost. yes yeah. No, I got it.
0: <laughs> and then I, her, her cast becomes like a ghost. <laughs> and
1: they're two ghost family. <laughs> <laughs> what were you saying, Sarah? Yeah.
2: No, I think you guys you summarized it well. <laughs> ghost family. <laughs>
1: I guess there's no explicit information saying that these are like not completely made up in the minds of the people but I am not just believe that they were real and they walked off (laughs) together.
2: Yeah I think that's like a nice way right you're just like oh they came back to life and then they're just walking off and you're just like cool they're alive now that's great. (laughs) Was there an epilogue in this book? I think there was right because we find out yeah, because we find out DeNora's team lost in their basketball.
0: Oh, okay. okay. Yeah. But it wasn't I like totally... a separate section, I think, right? I don't know. Maybe I don't.
2: You finished the book this morning.
0: I know. <laughs> <laughs> Listen, it's been about two hours. <laughs> no, but that's what I'm saying. I don't, well, okay. I don't know. I was like reading quickly. so I, like, I didn't even pay attention to like the little titles, but I, I guess it could have been. Yeah, I
1: guess that part could have been. Wait, what happened um, in the epilogue? I don't think I read the epilogue.
2: <laughs> <It> <laughs> no, was... I think we just find out that Denora's team lost in their oh, final. Okay. And wait, there's a, wait, let me let me read this again. Hold on. I It's been a while since I finished this. I'll read it right now.
0: I feel like that, that whole part was like the elk head woman and her calf reuniting. Um...
2: Okay, yeah, it's like literally the last three paragraphs.
0: That's what I said, Pooja.
2: <laughs> you literally, you said you finished it this morning. You should have remembered
0: I, then. <laughs> no, but you had me doubting like that it was like the epilogue as a separate section. I was like, I don't think so. Listen, but I also, asked you,
2: is the epilogue a separate section? And you were like, it's I don't not know. Okay. You read it. <laughs>
0: Oh, but I totally forgot about this um, and we haven't looked at this yet, but um, I, yeah, I saw before that there's like these like discussion questions at the end. (laughs) I was like, dang, maybe we should do the discussion question.
2: (laughs) Listen, Harshini, if this was an exam, you would not do well, okay? (laughs)
1: Yeah, considering you like did not remember any part of this book, listen, I'm gonna do the
2: discussion question. Here. I'm gonna get a hundred. Do you want me to grade you? No. <laughs> you just want to do the discussion questions. Give yourself a hundred. Oh my god!
0: And then there's like there's a few questions that say enhance your book club, and then um yeah, there's like three questions that are more open-ended, but anyway, I feel like, feel like these are deep questions.
2: Cool. All right. So do you guys have any other pressing thoughts about this book that you want to like really get off your mind? It's like, I can't not talk about it, you know, anything like that?
0: Well, I would just say, like I said at the beginning, I would make up my mind about three stars or four stars. I still feel like I don't know, because I just, I just hesitate to give it three stars. because I'm like, I think it's just me that like, did, <laughs> clearly didn't read super properly or something. And like, I don't know, I think I really liked a lot about this book, but I didn't like um how it took me so long to read it. And I, I think it's hard to give a book like higher stars if you just personally didn't enjoy it, even if you think it's like interesting as a concept and as an overall story. Um, So yeah, I I think I'm probably going to give it three stars. But again, I would definitely recommend it. And I think it's an interesting book that um, is definitely unique and I think a good concept for this kind of genre which can be very basic a lot of times. Like it can just be this like like in general horror, it's like ghost stories, like ghosts, you know, haunting people, or okay, just vigorously shaking her head. No. Okay, Booja has a different opinion, but for me, I think this was pretty unique and um interesting and in, other like compared to other books that I've read um in or around this genre
2: Harshni, you should read let me give you some two horror book recommendations that you should read that would literally are, are so insane one is um things have gotten worse since we last spoke which is a short like 90 something pages novella it is Literally insane. Like I was like, and it's like a horror book and everything. I was like, oh my god, this is wow, this is insane. And then the second one is Pet Cemetery by Stephen King. It's literally, I'm not gonna say anything, otherwise I'll spoil it. Well, and you should read the whole thing because it's literally, it's so good. It's so good. And there's no ghosts in it. That's my spoiler. There's no ghosts. No haunted house. No ghosts.
0: Okay. Honestly, I actually thought there were. So like I thought it was evil pet spirits, but okay. Okay. I guess I just haven't read enough enough yeah. cooler books, which is which is definitely fair. But
1: cool.
2: Sarah, any last thoughts from you?
1: <laughs> I am good. I didn't honestly have that many thoughts about this book. It was solid, but I don't like horror, so.
2: Yeah, I think I think it's, we've just understood. Sarah is just like, if there's gore in it, I'm not about to read this. Like,
1: yeah, Pooja, if you want your everyone gives five star, I can tell you right now, it cannot be
2: horror. I'll, I'm gonna think of one. I ha- I have I got it. You like things with friendships, you like things with family drama. I think maybe your thing is just more like literature, like re- like fiction literature or something like that, rather than like something to do with like a ghost or a haunted house or like you know a elk headed woman who's trying to revenge <laughs> her baby.
1: I mean I mean I did I mean my five star is uh gone the store which is which fits some weird
2: Yeah, it's weird. I think you, I, yeah, that I still don't understand because any other weird book we've read, you're just like, "Mm, that's not, that's not the vibe. It needs to have a specific weird vibe. I feel
1: like it wasn't scary though. I feel like all the weird books we read are like scary or like, (laughs) that was just dumb. (laughs) Not like, wow,
2: that was so clever. Okay, listen, I liked Gold Digger. I know you guys didn't like Gold Digger, but Gold Digger was weird and it was, entertaining to me specifically
1: <laughs> i i i mean yeah it was a sad book and it was pretty interesting but it was <laughs>
2: it wouldn't have yeah, a cool dude. friendship it didn't have that vibe <gasps> friendship vibe i think that's what it is i think you just like maybe
1: that's what i needed yeah. yeah
2: anyway you're choosing our next book what are we reading next week sarah
1: we are reading passion on park avenue by Lauren Lane.
0: It's I don't remember she looked up friendship books. I don't know if you actually picked something from there, but then I saw the title and I was like, this is romance.
2: (laughs) I know this this is literally romance.
1: (laughs) No, okay, okay. My I was like, either I okay, after the book this week, I was like, you know what, either I need friendship or I need romance. And I don't, I think this was on the romance list. it literally has the word it says passion on park okay. avenue. you know what there could be good friendships in romance books too okay okay
2: <laughs> I mean I okay you know what I, I just like the way it sounds though passion on park avenue I'm just like
1: yeah I think it's the romance <laughs>
2: <laughs> you think it's the romance Literally, like people 90. are going to ask
0: me what book I'm reading, and I'm just going to say a different
2: title. <laughs> okay, you know what, this sounds like? what
0: this book
2: is. You know, like those books that are like in like, like a store, like in like the grocery store or something that like, are like the mom, like they're like geared towards moms who want to read like romance or something. I feel like this gives me that vibe. <laughs>
1: I mean, the cover kind of looks like it
2: is that. <laughs> Dude, it sounds like intensely romantic though. Like Passion on Park Avenue sounds like someone's gonna be like, "Why are you reading such a dirty book?" Like
0: yeah, <laughs> that's, that's what I'm saying. I'm yeah, I'm not gonna tell certain people I'm reading this book. <laughs>
1: uh, that's fair. That's fair.
0: <laughs> but we're we're look i'm looking forward to seeing if there is a romance that can you know really really be an interesting like
1: above above three and a half star book i think i've read it according to the internet it's a good book so we'll see
2: okay i've read lauren lane's newest release like 2021 release Yes. My expectations are at a specific level that I'm not going to mention.
1: Um, <laughs> no, wow. That's it's so really... I you
2: don't want to influence your opinion, okay?
0: <laughs> That's fair, gonna... but you didn't even have to say that.
2: <laughs> I'm just saying I have expectations wait, right. wait, 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 I already. Wait, I know. on Goodreads. Yeah, <laughs> I guess you can just look it up good. on Goodreads. <laughs> 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 but yeah, but I have a certain expectation. I hope, I hope that... This book, um I don't actually I'm not gonna say anything. <laughs>
1: yeah, like, whatever you hope is gonna give away what your expectations are.
2: <laughs>
1: Bro, I don't even know how you search on.
2: It's fine. <laughs>
1: so you gave it three stars. <laughs> it
2: I gave her a new obviously this book is gonna be different than that book. But like, you know. Yeah. It's fine. <laughs> We'll see what happens. (laughs) We'll see. Yeah. I'm looking forward to it though. I feel like regardless, we know it's going to be like a lighthearted, fun something. So it'll be fun. Yeah. Cool. All right. Any last thoughts you guys have about Passion on Park Avenue or The Only Good Indian? (laughs) Nope. I really feel like we have a range, guys. We're reading, you know, horror, thriller, and then romance yeah I <laughs> so, like that's I the only
0: this... category so and I'm gonna book.
2: change it up Those are the I, I'm gonna change it up next time like just okay I
1: can in. I don't even know what other genres there are. <laughs>
2: <laughs> there are like literary fiction is is I think literary fiction is my favorite genre um so things about like general like people like you read an entire book about like a person's life or something or like a family or like a group of friends or whatever there there's no murder no elegant woman no not even romance in half the time sometimes how it'll be like a boring. romance but it's like not the main thing it's like something else i don't know i agree
1: sarah how boring no,
2: <laughs> oh <kidding>. my god <laughs> listen i'm you know kidding what? i
1: think i was like i think i would like a book like that yeah listen i said i need my stuff. friendships as long as there are friendships
2: yeah mm-hmm. i'll We'll see. I'll, I'm still looking for one, but when I think of one, it'll be the next one. After after we read this delight of a book, Passion on Park Avenue.
1: This <laughs> sounds like you guys are already dreading.
2: No, I actually want it because I'm like, this. I know for a fact it's going to be entertaining, but like in a lighthearted way. Just like yeah,
1: that's why I the it. vibe.
2: Yeah. You're like, you know, it's going to be just like a quick, fun, you know, lighthearted read. I'm like, listen, we have enough horror in life. It's fine. Let's read some. Push it, what? Well, <laughs> you know, like the state of the world. You know, it's like a okay. very intense situation.
1: Okay. Pandemic.
2: Yeah, sure. You know how it is. So sometimes you just want to read some people having, like, rich people living their best life on Park Avenue. <laughs> I assume it takes place in New York because he said Park Avenue. I don't know, actually. Maybe it's not. It does. Yeah. Oh, okay. Yeah. <laughs> Great i'm gonna live vicariously through this character because i secretly want to live in new york city too
1: <laughs> no why of all the cities i don't understand new york it's the worst of them all i would never ever 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 live sarah there. our
2: friendship just ended right here <laughs> Like, you didn't know this about her i feel like yeah, I mean, no dude we went to new york and you were like this is fun we went to new york multiple no, times oh, no
1: actually maybe this was with caveat i remember walking around and being like why does it always smell like shit
2: no uh, the last time we went uh, we had this discussion a couple of days ago where i was like oh like new york and you were like yeah that was fun and i was like yeah it was was fun
1: fun. because we were hanging out and stuff but i would never want to live there like bro the crime there is ridiculous and it's it's (laughs) such a dirty city like what other than lots of things to do, there's like no benefit to the city.
2: No shade to St. Louis, but
1: <laughs> I, I, have I ever said St. Louis is a good city that I want to live in. And no, I'm only living here because I have
2: to. And then I'm leaving. I feel like you just have a calendar. I feel like we bio. should cut this podcast. Okay, off. yeah. <laughs> I guess, I guess we can have this conversation later. I'm leaving this in, okay? I'm gonna leave this discussion. What? Okay. All right. Anyway, I'm sorry for the little conversation that went unrelated to books because I know that's not the content you are here for. Um. But yeah. Anyway, hope you enjoyed this podcast. We will be back next week with Passion on Park Avenue by Lauren Lane. Bye.
1: Bye. Bye.